You're listening to The Angry Mason, building a hot shit podcast brick by brick. I'm your hot shit host, Angry Mason Ryan, and here's my podcast partner, Angry Mason Dan. Ryan, we've got a trend going lately where we like to have our imaginary third chair fill, and uh, this week is no exception with another honorary Angry Mason. All the way from the mean streets of Boca Raton, Florida, honorary Angry Mason, Jay! Yay, yay! Yeah. Welcome to the show, Jay. Hey, how you doing, Boofers? <laughs> oh, he called us Boofers. That's nice. I think it's a term of endearment. In I'm bringing it back. <laughs> <laughs> it was never here to begin with. <laughs> Jay, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, you are an honorary Angry Mason, and everyone should know, um, of all our honorary Angry Masons, we have definitely known you the longest. It's uh, been quite some time. Got to be 20 years now. Yeah, 96, I think, is when I met Ryan when we were in a uh, blind group to buy a horse together. And uh, he introduced me to <laughs> you. Mm-hmm. And that was 97, if I remember right. right. And uh, yeah, we've been uh, fair and middling since then. Excellent. Yes. Uh, and then we ended up roommates for a little while. Um, and uh, certainly, uh, you're the closest friend that we picked up in Gainesville, uh, you know, and of course, you're a big Gator fan, uh, just like us. So you're going to fit right in here and be right at home with the Angry Masons. Oh, my. We. <laughs> yeah, just nuzzle yourself right in between us there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Face oh. towards our bosoms. Just snuggle right in. You, prom- you promised me you could control him. <laughs> no, no one can control him. You should have known that. I lie a lot. <laughs> well, first thing you're going to have to survive is our uh, traditional four questions and one to know on. So, Ryan, why don't you kick things off? All right. Allow me to paint a picture with my words. Mm. You're in the bar. You're surrounded by friends. They start chanting, shots, 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 uh, shots, shots. What you shoot? Yeah. Oh, that's easy. It's got to be Crown Royal, man. Nice. Oh, nice. nice. That's classic. It is kind of classy. Is it? Jesus. Not, not typical, uh, something you typically shoot, uh, but why not? Oh, yeah. Oh, I make everyone around me suffer for that one. Yeah, good. Okay. All right. So. Any alcohol could be a shooter if you're about that life, Dan. Come on. I thought I learned you I'm better. a drinking amateur, Ryan, absinthe? as you know. So, absinthe. Is that even legal here in the States? Can you actually get that? Hey, yeah. If you shoot it, I'll, you got my respect. Yeah. Okay. I've done that. It was not my best idea. <laughs> I amend my previous comment about respect. May- <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mayhem ensued. All right. So... So now we know what you like to drink. Uh, let's say one day you are on death row uh, for having murdered many people, and uh, they offer you a last meal. It can be anything you want. What's it going to be, Josh? Oh, it's going to be the ultimate fuck you. I got to have them do Fugu Blowfish, because I know that there's going to be some miserable career criminal that's going to be cutting that shit up, and of course they're going to fuck it up, and I will die in that cell on my terms. Fuck the state. Oh, wow. So a big middle <laughs> finger to the state. You're going to kill yourself with your own meal. Oh, and I'm going to poop too. So somebody's got to clean out my cell. <laughs> that's, a, that's a baller move. That's a baller yeah. move. You are a vindictive yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to let those people watch me. Come on. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So now we know what you like to drink and what you like to eat. 
So, Jay, uh, tell us, what are you doing for a living nowadays? <laughs> I'm on three weeks into my permanent vacation, guys. It's uh -oh. amazing. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My company closed in on itself, and uh, they wanted me to work at Jupiter. Uh, I'm, it was not cost-effective to drive all the way up there. I live in West Broward. So, uh, yeah, now I... Um, build my D&D world, I annoy my wife, and I capture pigeons for gladiatorial combat. <laughs> gladiatorial but pigeons, only, that's amazing. Only one of those things isn't true. <laughs> Are you going to fight your pigeons against Mike Tyson's pigeons? <laughs> Mike Tyson's pigeons are not emotionally stable enough to get in the ring, and we all know that. <laughs> and it's fucked up that you brought it up. <laughs> I wonder, does he My like bad. tattoo My the bad. faces of his pigeons or something so they all fit in? Or, I wonder. Uh, I yep. don't think they had a proper father figure. I don't know. No, but they do all coo with a lisp. <laughs> <laughs> How would that? Go ahead. How'd that work? Coo! <laughs> coo! <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, oh my god itunes <laughs> now uh, that that news is kind of rough josh uh how many uh, how many years were you worth that uh, with that company uh nine years i tend to Ooh. suffer at the same place for a long period of time yeah have you considered selling your body on the streets um consider did we ever stop <laughs> oh. Oh. Hey, i have yeah. a question how many questions are you going to throw at this guy? Four <laughs> questions you know no, no. There are four questions, and then there's supplemental follow-up questions. There's many Oh, as it's we a want. subset of yeah. question three. Got it. Got it. Yeah, and you know what? I'm not even wearing pants because there's no rules, Ryan. We've established this. It's fucking anarchy. All right. So uh, you haven't always lived uh, in South Florida. Where's the worst place you've ever lived? Yeah, I've lived in seven different states, and um, I've lived in El Paso, Texas, and um, really? Ellicott City, Maryland. Yeah, I did. I did. And um, I got to say, the worst place I've lived was Columbus, Ohio. Uh, we were <laughs> only there for about a year and a half. House was mm. nice. Place was garbage. Um, yeah. So uh, after a year and a half is how long my family could take it. And we broke south. And I think that's the first time we came to Florida. And uh, wow. yeah, that's, that's how I feel about Ohio. My heart, uh, my heart goes out to you. My heart does. Because... Uh, let me tell you this, though. You're, you you were in Columbus. That's the upscale neighborhood of Ohio because I lived in Cincinnati and they used to talk about them highfalutin people up in Columbus. So, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you got off easy, man. You got off real easy. Oh, uh, God. Quick subset question of question mm -hmm. four. So, guys, so this would be 4A. <laughs> um, Sweet Jesus. What, uh, what caused your family to move out to El Paso? Was it the Marty Robbins song? Oh. No, no, no. That's a great um, song. Yeah, uh, they were importing Jews over at the time. They didn't have any down there. <laughs> so um, they brought us out, and uh, they tried to do like an urban cowboy thing, but for real. And that failed miserably. It was with furniture. Uh, that might have been their first mistake. But oh. um, yeah, I think we were only there for about two to two and a half years or so. And then we absolutely couldn't take it anymore. Worst diaspora ever. Yeah. Oh, oh, good. Another desert. <laughs> you came out the better for it because now, no matter where you live, at least you can say it's not Ohio. You know, there's actually there's actually an obscure uh, federal aviation law where no airplanes can dump its toilets over the state of Ohio because there's literally nothing worth shitting on there. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Wow. That's right. 
Oh my! All right, that's, that that's that was a spiteful Michigan legislator who wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's our four questions with all its subsets. So uh, here's one to know on: What makes Jay funky? Oh, uh, currently, uh, cocaine, mostly cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's all right. No, it's cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, hell, you're unemployed. You got nothing else to do. You might as well just stay awake for a few days. Yeah, I have gotten an amazing amount of nothing done. Know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just got to warn you, eventually this unemployment thing could put a real crimp in your drug use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm uh, counting on lateral thinking on that one. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, uh, you know, I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, there is a market for young white white children out there, so... You know, I'm just going to float that idea. You know, you run it up the flagpole with the wife. See how it goes. I'm just going to put that out there. You could get a cat as a replacement. They are much quieter. Man, I watched that, uh, you know, Neverland documentary. I, I got it. I, I, I know where to go now. <laughs> Perfect. Excellent. All right. So uh, now the listeners uh, know a little bit more about you, Jay, uh, and they know how long you've uh, how long you've known us and how we all got together. Uh, but uh, one thing I wanted to say before we get started with the show, uh, Ryan, there's been a lot of reaction about your uh, activity on Bumble. So can you give us an update about how things are going? Uh, a Bumble update? Like a yeah. bump date? Yeah. That's right. That's okay. what it is. I should, uh, they should rename it to uh, Bupkis because that's what I'm getting out of it. Oh. <laughs> like oh. for some reason, and it may be because I'm like in my mid 40s or whatever. Uh, but they only show me like old ladies, like thirty nine to forty nine. I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, <laughs> now wait okay, a minute. I get it. Wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute. They only show you old ladies, like thirty nine to forty nine. Uh, aren't you yeah. f- like forty five? <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing a theme. <laughs> I yeah. will be forty five. Uh huh. Okay. Yes. But uh, like, I'm not paying twenty five bucks a month to get some like pre made family just to add Hendershot. <laughs> so what you're looking for uh what's your ideal response then ryan you're looking for a, a, a lady in her early 30s late 20s is that what you want a skinny one ideally yeah yeah mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. i mean not for nothing uh you know and um, i'm announcing putting this out to the world you know people who don't know me i'm a big fat fuck so what i'm gonna do is actually have a procedure done later this year so this time next year, I won't be a big fat fuck, and I'll be able to bang like all the late twenty to early thirties hoes I want. Damn. I mean, how can they resist that invitation? Yeah, especially <laughs> if I phrase it just like that. That's that's awesome. That is good. Yeah. All right. Now, before I sound too misogynistic, I should stop now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Josh, we, we did establish that you're currently in the job market. And uh, if you've listened to any of our previous episodes, you know, Ryan is a resume expert and uh, he's also shared with us things to not put on the resume. Ryan, you got a little update for us right. this week. Uh, maybe some advice uh, for Jay. I do, Jay. And uh, this is free, friendly advice. Right, I would charge you, it. but this is really not worth it. Uh, <laughs> here's some things that you should not put on your resume that I've actually seen on resumes. All right. This one person lists hobbies, coaching kids, sports. All right. Helping others. This one gives me 
Volunteer Roller Derby. Wait, what? Mm, volunteer no. Roller Derby. Are there is there mandatory roller derby? Is there a con, like a conscription roller derby out there? Do they just pull up in a van and grab you on the side of the road and suddenly you're in the roller derby? I think it's roller derby for people whose lives are just about roller derby. They they do it for the love of the sport and not the money, the tens of dollars you can make <laughs> in roller derby. Oh, well, that's admirable. Mm-hmm. That's just the weirdest fap of the week for me. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> you know, you don't have to pull your pants down to everything, Jay. Uh, yeah, you don't know how I live. <laughs> All right. I'm not judging. I am not judging. <laughs> anyway, to finish out the list of hobbies, sober driver. How the fuck is that a hobby? Is this Florida? Because that's actually a benefit here. (laughs) You know, it could be. It could be. (laughs) Sober driver. All right. I thought that was a prerequisite, but okay, carry on. All right. uh, Some people, they like to, you know, show off some personality or something on their resume. Don't. Do not do that. This this person says on, on their resume, citizen of USA open to travel across USA and all galaxies. We get it. You like LSD. You don't have to put that on a resume. Oh my God. Are they going to stop at Candy Mountain on the way? And uh, this next one, this is just mathematically baffling. 15, 11 years experience in elevator industries. No. Is that like Hobbit math? Like 11D or something? (laughs) No, if I'm reviewing your resume and I have to do math, you're fucking fired, and I'm calling all your contacts and I'm telling them that you slept with the janitor. <laughs> oh, wow. I guess yeah, that 15, is, that's pretty harsh. Is it 11? Is it 26? Uh, last one here, and uh, this may get some disagreement from my podcast partner, but um, this person put, I love animals, and my lazy cat, Kitty, is one of my favorites. Now that is adorable. That is a that is an automatic hire right there. Uh, you know, if you're gonna name your cat Kitty, how the fuck dare you call it lazy? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you know that, what? I can't what argue me. with that. I can't if you're gonna be a proper cat owner, you need to you know, you need to be with that cat and get to know their personality and find a name that really expresses who that cat is. And and you know, Kitty, I that's just lazy. I, I agree. Oh, oh so you or don't t- let your cats name themselves? Um, no, no, they'd all be named Meow. Uh, that wouldn't make any sense, Ryan. It's just ridiculous. Uh, Come on now. Yeah, I guess I'm the one being silly. Exactly. <laughs> all right, so that was some great advice. Uh, so Jay, I hope you were taking notes there about things not to put on your resume. Uh, just a few tips here from uh, Angry Mason Ryan. We just, just want to see tip. you employed. Yeah, just the tip. Just the tip. <sighs> You know, uh, we do happen to have an opening for an Angry Mason intern. If you like to work without getting paid. Uh, There's no no cash payment. uh, I already DM, trust me. I know all about uh, working a lot, not getting paid. (laughs) (laughs) Brian usually pays with services or barter instead of cash. Jay. 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 God damn it. All of this can be yours. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Skadoo get that shit off my screen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. And with that, it's uh, it's time for us to get started. Let's uh, let's jump right into a little bit of wacky news.
right, guys, this first story uh, comes from Berlin, uh, where apparently Germans don't fuck around. Have they yeah. ever been known to fuck around of like, oh, that's a lighthearted German. <laughs> I don't I don't think anyone's ever put those words together in that order before. Uh, so you may have made history there. Uh, but uh, uh, there's a family in uh, Berlin and uh, they could not pay their debt. So their Germantown council went uh, looking for assets to seize. So uh, apparently the family, you know, they didn't have very much that was worthwhile. Uh, they found a laptop, a coffee machine and the wheelchair of one family member. But none of those seemed like, Damn. Oh, I know this is Germany. <laughs> they don't fuck around. <laughs> none of those seemed appropriate for them to seize. But then they discovered the uh, family's beloved pet, Edda, was a purebreed pug uh, and seized the dog and then sold it on eBay. Wow. Holy shit. Uh, uh, man. You know what confuses me is that they sold it on eBay. Like, could you find a more bottom barrel? Like, <laughs> this is like no effort whatsoever. <laughs> this is like the 10,000th most inhumane thing the Germans have ever done. <laughs> way down on their list. Yeah, exactly. You know, frankly, when I read that here, I thought, uh, you know, these guys from Berlin, they're just doing the family a favor. Uh, you know, no doubt this dog was part of the grand worldwide conspiracy to kill its owners. They may have saved oh, lives by separating it from the family. See, you, you hear this anti-canite-ism? It, it, <laughs> it's, it's a pug. It can't kill anyone. It just deserves death. That's, ah, that's where you're <laughs> wrong, my friend. It doesn't take a giant dog to move a brake or pull the trigger on a gun. All right. It just it, it doesn't take much at all. And I'm telling you right now, we have documented sources of dogs trying to kill their owners. It's happening. Replace your dog. Get a cat. That's my advice. The the purebred pug is too inbred to know even where to point the barrel. Come on, man. <laughs> it can't even hear. It's it's like eyes are actually more useless. <laughs> I mean, it, the hip dysplasia alone is going to keep him from shooting that thing. Oh, it's wow. ruined from withers to brisket. Yeah. <laughs> well, as you can imagine, the town council got a lot of uh, they got a lot of negative feedback. Uh, from citizens about what they had done. Uh, and as a matter of fact, it didn't really work out too well anyway. Uh, they listed the dog for sale on eBay. Uh, and they assessed the value of the dog at uh, $850. That's U.S. dollars. Okay. Um, they went ahead and sold the dog on eBay. It doesn't say for how much, but they got quite a bit less than they had posted it for. But now they're even being sued by the new owner of the dog, uh, who alleges that the pug got some sort of serious eye infection uh, and illness while in the town council's uh, custody. Uh, and it has now had, had to undergo several surgeries, uh, thousands of dollars of, uh, of medical costs that, uh, that this new owner wants the city to reimburse them for. See what being a petty ass gets you? <laughs> See, this is why I don't have pets at all, honestly. Well, to make it more sad, even months later, the family has kept tokens of Etta. Uh, they've kept her leash, her dog bowl, and a bright painted portrait, <laughs> painted portrait of a smushed pug face. So, uh, you know, they are just sad. The new owner is broke, and the town council is probably on the hook uh, for all the medical costs for this dog. So it looks like here nobody wins. Uh, nobody wins at all in, in Berlin. As usual. I think that's actually their city's uh, motto. Ah, nobody <laughs> wins here in Berlin. Nobody wins in Berlin. That's nice. Okay, that's a good one. Jesse right, Owens so. did. 
So uh, from uh, from Germany to the American version of Berlin, uh, Austin, Texas, where a uh, <laughs> woman was arrested for masturbating in public. Uh, and then after being arrested, uh, then continued masturbating in the police car. Uh, I don't know. We used to uh, you know, we used to respect people who are very dogged about their pursuits in this country. <laughs> she's persistent i mean you got to give her a little credit here right this could be a future uh a future mrs hendershot if she plays her cards right <laughs> hopefully she signed up for bumble <laughs> i'm on the lookout for her well yeah, so uh, weirdly yeah. she's under like business <laughs> that doesn't make sense but <laughs> no, that's that's the kind of girl i have to go back to ok cupid for <laughs> oh my well uh, here's some details about the incident. Uh, police responded to a complaint uh, at the Marriott Austin Hotel about 5.20 p.m. So this is in the middle of the day, uh, early <laughs> evening, uh, about a woman across the street, quote, holding a silver object against her privates with her legs straight up in the air and uh, spread open. You see, that sounds sexy. Mm, it does. It does. <laughs> it probably didn't look it. <laughs> Well, no, because a hotel worker said he could hear the woman who was identified uh, by authorities as Dovey Nichols, 26 years old. Uh, he identified the woman making moaning noises. He saw her masturbating on the patio for about seven or eight minutes. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Seven or eight minutes. Like, <laughs> like six more minutes of this and I'm going to call the cops. <laughs> 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 All right. After I completed, I'm going to get the cops out here. Exactly. <laughs> he waited seven or eight. He observed her for seven or eight minutes. And then when approaching her, uh, the woman told him to back off. She then uh, left the property and went across the street to the second bar and kitchen where the lewd behavior allegedly continued. So the police arrived at the bar. Uh, the woman stopped moving her arms under the table and placed them on top of it. But that's when the officers observed Nichols was not wearing any pants. <laughs> oh, man, so many heroes in the story. It's hard to keep track. She uh, was arrested. And as I mentioned before, continued to pleasure herself, even while handcuffed in the back of the squad car. And uh, I just have to ask that takes a lot of uh, that takes a lot of talent. How are you handcuffed as a woman and continuing to masturbate? Well, you know, I kind of put this one on the cops. Maybe they shouldn't have been playing Enya's only time while they arrested her because <laughs> that kind of gets me happy. I got to admit, if that's it, then, you know, case charges dropped, lady. All right. Well, she was charged with indecent exposure and sent to jail. Uh, bail was set at $3,000. You know what? I think we should, like, take a collection, the Angry Mason universe, take a collection and get this chick out of jail. I mean, she only needs ten percent or something, right? So like three hundred yeah, bucks 300 gets her out of jail. Yeah, yeah. I'm in for like yeah. two fifty. Well, uh, <laughs> judging from the photo here of her, she's probably spent every last dime on meth. So uh, I bet she's still rotting uh, in that cell, waiting for bail to be posted. Uh, so let's get out of Texas and move into Marion, Indiana. Now, this one is a lesson in gun safety, fellas. Police in Marion, Indiana, say uh, Mark Anthony Jones, forty-six years old was carrying a 9mm handgun in his waistband when it began to slip. He reached down to adjust the gun, and it fired. Uh, here's the rough part, guys. The bullet entered just above his penis and exited his scrotum. 
Oh, Jesus, fuck. Oh, God. I, I bet no one else has ever wished they were Plaxico Burris. <laughs> oh, God. He's like, he's going to have to take clarinet lessons to fucking piss at a urinal now. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. I, you know what? I can only assume that his genitals clearly bullied this man and he was driven to this. <laughs> Eventually, a price has been paid for all the things his genitals have made him do. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he paid the iron price, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that was a story about someone who's not so bright carrying a weapon. Um, and, you know, and the only way to top that usually is to visit our old friend, Floridaman. I thought we were going to get through one without getting to Florida, but here we are. Yeah, here, here we are. are. Uh, this one uh, is from the Indian River County Sheriff's Office, so not too far from you, uh, from both oh, of you right guys the there. In yeah. South Florida. Right. All right. So uh, your your fellow Floridian, 64-year-old David Ellis, um, here's what happened. Apparently, some neighbors uh, called the police and complained because he was burning a pile of debris in his backyard, and uh, that was causing quite a big smoke screen. Uh, when police arrived, they saw smoke coming from his yard, and it appeared to be large enough that the smoke cloud was seen en route, and a smoke haze could be seen at surrounding neighboring properties so this is a big fire guys i mean he's got a lot of smoke hanging around in the area yeah but he's just uh he's just like burning brush and stuff right like some compost i mean that's what you usually burn in your back trash piles right so that would make sense uh but uh maybe but uh if that was the case ryan he wouldn't be florida man (laughs) the police as the police uh approached uh ellis they uh, noticed the strong smell of burnt cannabis, and they could see the remnants of small cannabis plants and leaves uh, in the fire pile. Police uh, told Ellis he was burning cannabis, uh, and he said he was just burning the leaves, which he described as trash. Well, of course, the cop repeated himself, thinking Ellis didn't understand, but Ellis restated himself knowing that, saying, uh, it's trash, you don't smoke that. I've got like a quarter pound of it inside. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just mad at him. I'm just mad as hell at him. Just yeah. mad about all of that. <clears throat> oh, why? Why so angry there, Jay? Oh my God! For no, it's not trash. That was not trash, sir. Uh, that was an enjoyable week. So that was. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, when Ellis uh, bragged about the quarter pound inside, the uh, police had to go inside and take a look. Uh, and uh, Ellis said he didn't mind because he's a dumbass. Uh, <laughs> when the cops got inside, he said. Uh, quote, inside was a strong odor of raw cannabis and in plain view was a large aluminum tray with what appeared to be raw cannabis and paraphernalia items sitting between the kitchen and the living room. Uh, when the cops went back outside, uh, Ellis asked them if they saw his pot and then said, I've got some more in the refrigerator. So police, oh, God, uh, no. Shut police up, went man. back in, <laughs> grabbed the pot out of the fridge, uh, searched the house uh, since Ellis told them they could. Uh, and uh, as they left the house after finding 174 grams of cannabis and 15 grams of THC wax. Ellis asked them, did you find all of my pot? (laughs) Oh, good. Yeah. In case anyone didn't know, uh, marijuana is not legal in Florida. It is a backwoods state, uh, nowhere near as advanced and forward thinking as the great state of Colorado. You know, I think it just needs to be stated for the record that 
smoking marijuana doesn't necessarily make you stupid. You could already be stupid and then start smoking marijuana, which I think is the case with this fucking guy. Oh. But, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, besides the weed, is, what's his greatest crime? That he was helpful? Come on. He's cleaning up his trash. <laughs> right. Conscientious. Exactly. I mean, geez. Yeah. You don't want kids getting into that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now, uh, guys, uh, you may remember uh, a bunch of episodes back, right around Christmas, we talked about this cheese challenge where people were throwing cheese on their dog's noses and then uh, finding it incredibly amusing as they watched the dog try to uh, get to the cheese. Yeah, you seem to have no problem with that, you anti-canite. <laughs> hey, hey, it's not my fault that the dogs are trying to murder you. Whatever they get is coming to them. Well, uh, unfortunately, people have taken it to the next level. And the, <laughs> the uh, newest trend uh, is called the cheese challenge. And now they're throwing that cheese at babies. <laughs> Good God. Oh, Fuck them little kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, right now, the biggest one is a, a viral video going around. The user says, quote, I just cheesed my little brother. Uh, and it shows him uh, throwing the cheese directly at the baby where it uh, quickly sticks right to his forehead. Uh, and just, <laughs> it's actually it's actually quite hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. I mean, that's why you have kids, right? I mean, Jay, you, you should know that you've never thrown cheese at your kid. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. When they're when they're a baby and they're that age, there's really a limited amount of things that you can do with them that anyone could ever be fucking conceive as fun. So fuck yeah, throw cheese at your baby. Bond, <laughs> motherfucker, bond. <laughs> uh, so uh, you know, probably don't throw cheese uh, at your babies, but then again, yeah. they're not going to remember it, and it's goddamn hilarious. You know what? Throw, throw away. Uh, that's what I say. Go for it. Yeah, launch, launch that dairy. Just make sure you keep your phone horizontal when you do it, you fucking monsters. All right, so um, this next one. Now, guys, I have unearthed a disturbing trend uh, documented over several news stories here. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm just going to break this to the world just like we did when we uncovered our canine conspiracy. Do tell. Mm-hmm. What what have you unearthed there, uh, InfoWars? This first story comes with, from Charlotte, North Carolina where an office worker was charged after he brought donuts that were glazed with his own semen to the boss's farewell party. Oh, for fuck's sake. Damn it. Damn it. See, this is why I can't give up on the death penalty. (laughs) Shit like this. But you know what? If donuts weren't made for that, why do they have that enticing hole? Well, uh, get this. Uh, employees at the farewell party who ate the donuts reported something unusual about the flavor, noting that there was a salty aftertaste. After seeing the um, boss eat a donut uh, and complimenting on the ta- uh, him on the taste, uh, employees say the perpetrator burst into uncontrolled laughter. Uh, See, I... if he hadn't have done that, and if he had been drinking more pineapple juice, no one might have ever noticed. <laughs> I just want to suggest that the first people who figured out what was going on were really brutal whores. Just want to say that. <laughs> well, they picked that out immediately, huh? Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Mm, salty. A concerned employee took a donut to police and requested it be analyzed. And when the results came back positive for semen, all employees who had eaten the donuts were sent for STD checks. The man was arrested at his desk and admitted to the crime immediately, uh, saying he wanted to get revenge on his boss and co-workers who's, who he said had tormented him during his 12 years at the firm. Uh, if convicted, he faces a lengthy jail sentence. 
Then he's going to get all his food jizzed on. (laughs) Now, here's the thing. You might say, this is the work of one crazed individual. Okay. I I would hope you would say that. Unfortunately, (laughs) it is not. It is actually part of a trend. And I went and did a little bit of research. The first story I found is back from November of 2013, where a Los Angeles elementary school teacher was charged with blindfolding students and spoon feeding them cookies laced with his semen. Uh, he pleaded no contest to all charges. So uh, it's not this, just this man. It's actually also a teacher who was uh, feeding his students cookies with semen. What the fuck set him off? Like, I get it. Teaching is a fucking horrible profession where you have to love kids to, to even do it. But what was it that set him off? It's like, I'm going to feed these little bastards jizz. God damn, now I have to teach my fucking kid to look out for jizzer snaps. Don't I have enough on my <laughs> <laughs> fuck is well, this, dude? So apparently in California, uh, that's illegal. And 62-year-old teacher <laughs> was sentenced to 25 years in prison. So basically, he's going to jail for essentially what is the rest of his life. Uh, you, you can't suffer more than that, uh, you know, for feeding a bunch of kids your jizz. God damn, you're going <laughs> to die in prison because of cum cookies? Is that what you're really <laughs> going to fucking tell your cellmate? Yeah, right. Yeah, that, no, he's, he's got to be like, oh, I'm here for moving violations. Yeah, sure you are. <laughs> well, you know, oh, I've always man. heard that in jail, they don't appreciate uh, child molesters and they always eat a, uh, let's say, a, a shower inquisition. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I got to think they're only going to get more excited when they hear about the, how this old man likes to feed people his jizz. Yeah, he's well, never getting kitchen duty ever, ever. I mean, they might because he evidently he can bake, so he can make cookies. All right, two isolated incidents. That's just a coincidence, but no, there's a third from December. Why is there a third? There is a third from December uh, 2016. This one comes from Nebraska, specifically Omaha, Nebraska, where a high school cooking teacher got a little bit more than she bargained for during a taste test. Apparently, uh, two boys ages 14 and 15 each masturbated into containers, then mixed their bodily fluids with frosting uh, and served the food to their teacher. Friend goals. You know what? I've been to Omaha, Nebraska, and okay, I can see this. Like, there really isn't much to do for fun there except jerk off into a fucking thing of Betty Crocker. At the airport, or where did you leave? <laughs> did you <laughs> Basically, uh, they were assigned to make turnovers. At some point, the boys excused themselves and went to a ba- went to the bathroom. Uh, they eventually mixed their bodily fluids with frosting and spread them on the turnover. During a quality control check, the teacher, a female, tasted one of the turnovers and noticed something amiss. Oh no! It wasn't. It was added. It wasn't missing. It was added. <laughs> who who bites into anything and says, "Oh man, this tastes like jizz"? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. What the fuck? I... <laughs> uh, the cool teachers. <laughs> well, apparently this teacher is very cool because she noticed immediately. Uh, a fellow student eventually approached the teacher and told her he had overheard the boys talking about their plot. Uh, they were interviewed by high school administrators, uh, where uh, Omaha police were called. And officers seized each boy's frosting container. It's like, yeah. Oh, thanks for telling us, kid. You maybe could have done that. Oh, I don't know. Ten minutes earlier. <laughs> maybe before I, uh, <laughs> before I chomp jizz. Well, here's the 
here's the weird thing, guys. Uh, you know, those oh, other people. Oh, there's weird thing. Oh, yeah. Those, <laughs> those other uh, perpetrators suffered with long prison sentences. But after consulting with prosecutors, police could find no state law in Nebraska that governed such behavior. Assault didn't fit because it has to involve bodily injury. The boys were not charged. God, I mean, uh, again, uh, I don't, bodily injury, my heart is hurt. Does that help? <laughs> I think I, mean, I sprained my soul just listening to this. Right. I, th- oh. I think you might be right. I think you might be right. So, uh, yep, we have uncovered it, a nationwide, nay, worldwide conspiracy uh, to feed other people your jizz. So uh, next time someone offers you a frosting dessert or a frosting treat, maybe think twice. Please let this go no further. Please let it go no further. <laughs> All right. That's, I think that's enough wacky news. Um, but um, that those things weren't the only exciting news items of the week. Uh, we also got a new trailer for Game of Thrones. Guys, this is the first full trailer that we've seen besides a couple of quick teasers. Well, what did you think about it? I still have a priapism. <laughs> why why you got to use I, your fancy words? <laughs> oh, I still have a fucking boner. <laughs> ah, there we go. Now all of our all both our listeners now understand. <laughs> yeah, I only watched it uh, once really quickly. I just didn't want to try and glean too much out of it because it's only, I see guys it's only six weeks guys uh, well I mean I understand that you're trying to avoid spoilers so I think the best thing to do is go frame by frame and break down that trailer for all of our listeners uh, so they, they can get all, <laughs> all our thoughts you can uh, check out that trailer right now on YouTube uh, but there are just a couple of uh, a couple of moments I wanted to touch on that I thought were pretty sweet uh, the first thing is uh, it opens up with uh, Aria uh, blood running down the side of her face, kind of running for her life somewhere. Uh, when do you think this, is this uh, the beginning of the end for her? Uh, you know, what do you think is happening there? Anyone want to speculate? Well, first of all, they've made no secret that episode three is going to be the huge battle, like mm. bigger than anything they've ever done before. Pro- pretty much on a scale with Lord of the Rings, that battle scene and uh, Return of the King. That particular scene is probably from episode three, where Arya tries to start some shit and uh, she gets a little outmatched or overwhelmed and she's running for her life. Yeah, it's just weird because we have not seen her scared like that in a lot of episodes. It's been a long time. Uh, I feel like I've been saying for a couple of years, uh, at least, that um, now I've read nothing, as I've said. I know no spoilers. This is all conjecture and bullshit. But Arya's got to die, right? I just think that anyone, uh, it's kind of like, Anyone whose life has been consumed with violence like hers has the last couple of years uh, in, the, in the way that she relishes uh, in, in giving people their justice now. Uh, I mean, like uh, like the pudding, you know what I mean? So um, yeah, right. I, I have yeah. to say that I, I, I don't find it likely. Now, we're going to get to that those predictions in just a minute. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, Arya is on my list uh, of, of 
least likely to survive the season. Uh, yeah. But there were a couple of other moments I just wanted to point out here, not to get too spoilery uh, for you, uh, but uh, we do see a shot of the uh, Golden Company on their ship, uh, and they cl- and, and they are literally uh, have gold armor. There's quite a few of them in a bunch of ships there. Uh, you know, th- those must be the mercenaries that Cersei was referring to at the end of last season. Uh, you know, how is this? How is that going to affect the balance of power? Well, um, well if you've read the books like, like I've had, because I nerd harder than you all, um, <laughs> cheater, can't really go into it without possibly spoiling what could come. So, I think it's gonna it's gonna play out pretty interestingly, and uh, we should just kind of wait and see where it goes. Oh, all right. Okay. Well. That was very vague, Ryan, but thank you. Thank you for that. Um, a couple other things that we saw in there. Uh, we see uh, Barrack and Tormund, and they are alive. Uh, you know, we were worried that uh, maybe they died in the collapse of the wall. Yeah, that uh, baffles season. me. Yeah. How they made it out there. You know, they, they left Wiggle Room when it happened. They were, like, diving toward a stable section of the wall when it cut away. So uh, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, you know, will they make it through the season? I find it unlikely. Uh, however, uh, it's good to see that we get to, you know, they'll be around for just a little bit. So, yeah. Um, uh, let's see what else. Uh, there was a, a great shot there um, of Sansa's uh, first look at the dragons as they fly over the uh, uh, battlements of Winterfell. I thought that one was uh, that was pretty sweet. Um, and then uh, there were also a lot of little clips of what uh, almost certainly has to be that battle of Winterfell that you were talking about, Ryan. What was that expression on her face when the dragon flew over? Was that, uh, oh, I peed a little, or was that just plain uh, awe? I, I believe it is supposed to be awe, perhaps mixed with just a little bit of uh, a little bit of pee. Yeah, I nice. think that's, uh, that's my agent getting a lot less money next year. That's that look. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's married yeah. to a Jonas Brothers, so, um, ew. Oh, did she? Yeah. I don't know if she's married, but they're like together. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, she's in some new video. They guys, those guys, got back together and made more music for some reason. Uh, and she is in the featured heavily in the video. So, uh, yeah, she's, she's definitely uh, there with them. So, uh, so yeah, lots of interesting stuff in that trailer. Uh, we'll avoid spoiling too much for Jay here, who uh, desperately wants to go in knowing as as little as possible. But uh, you guys can check that out right now uh, on YouTube. The new HBO trailer for Game of Thrones. Uh, looks pretty awesome, and uh, we just want to let everybody know. Uh, you know, Angry Masons, huge fans of Game of Thrones. Uh, you know, uh, we were playing Dungeons and Dragons when we were kids. We've talked about that. So, um, you know, this is kind of right up our alley, guys. And uh, what we're going to be doing uh, is a review for each episode on the show. You're damn right. And if you don't like it, well, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Jay, maybe you'll be able to. Um, maybe you'll be able to be a honorary Angry Mason. Hey. Uh, during uh, a couple of those reviews and uh, you can sit in and give us your thoughts yeah i can dig it man those things are supposed to be around an hour and a half to two hours long so there's going to be a lot of shit to break down absolutely now um uh, ryan you had uh, shown me something a little earlier and it was a uh, a deadpool going for a game of thrones uh, so i thought real quick maybe we'd all talk about uh you know our top few people that we uh think are almost certainly going to bite the big one yeah, there's a, uh, a Game of Thrones pool that uh, was given to me by someone in my office. And uh, it lists a character. And then whether you think that at the end they're going to be alive 
dead or become a white walker. Oh. So first on the list, uh, yeah. Jon Snow. Oh yeah, mm. alive, I think. You think he makes it, huh? If uh, Daenerys is pregnant, he won't, but I don't see any indication of that, so he's probably gonna live. I feel like it's gonna be John or Daenerys, like one of the two, but both will not live right. uh, until the end. Uh, but John, he's already died once, right? I mean, he's the kind who would sacrifice himself, you would think. So I'm going to say dead. Um, technically speaking, and uh, George R. R. Martin actually talked about this in one of his mm. meet and greets, uh, John Snow's already dead. You know how <laughs> the, um, the whites are like ice whites raised yeah. by the White Walkers? Well, he is a fire white. So right. technically, so does that mean he doesn't age? Dead. Uh, that I don't know of. Good question. Uh, I'm a little confused yeah. about the breakdown of white power. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be a better way to say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever happens, you can just uh, you can chalk it up to white power. <laughs> uh, All right, oh so uh, throw a few other big names at us, Ryan. What do you got? Sansa Stark. Oh, dead. Yeah. Yeah. Dead. dead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Agreed. I, you know what? Becomes yep. a White Walker. Yep. I got that too. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, Cersei Lannister. Dead. Dead. Ooh. You know what? I think she's going to live and it's going to anger everybody. Yeah. I think she's going to no. be the troll live. Yeah. <laughs> I say she dies at the hands of Jamie Lannister. God, that needs to happen, but <sighs> Yeah, that's what we all want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh Tyrion Lannister. Oh, dead. Think so? That'll probably uh, be the saddest death. Uh now again, this is just me bullshitting, but uh at the very last episode of the last season, uh when Daenerys and John were you know, committing light incest. Um, Tyrion was mm-hmm. watching very creepily, and he seemed very worried. And I don't mm-hmm. know what that's about. I don't know if he like betrayed them to to Cersei or, or something like that. Or and just, I, I, to, for some reason that would be entirely inscrutable to me. I have no reason to expect this, that he would do that. Um, but I think he's going to probably commit to a heroic sacrifice or get a little comeuppance for that one thing that he fucked up or forgot. Hmm. What do you think, Dan? I, you know what, I, I have to agree. Uh, I thought the same thing. I've got the same theory. So, uh, yeah, I don't think he makes it. I don't think he'll be a White Walker. I think he dies at the hands of humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think his death will be short. Like his oh, come on. <laughs> Low hanging fruit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. Jesus. <laughs> All right. How about this one? Daenerys Targaryen. Ugh. I think she lives. Yeah, I'd say she lives too. She's yeah. my she best. Zora High reborn. So yeah, she's gonna she's gonna make it till the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What yeah. else you got? Give us a couple more, Ryan. Couple more. All right. Uh, let's see. One of my favorites, Braun. Oh, mm. um, I think he'll die. Cell sword. Yeah. 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 I thought for sure. Uh, Bronn, uh, wasn't he one that, um, when the caravan got ambushed by the dragon, uh, mm-hmm. he was there yes. and yeah. I thought for sure he was going to bite it. Right. I thought that was it. 
uh, for him uh, then. And I was really surprised that he survived through that. So I don't really think there's any chance. I think he, I think he, not only do I think he dies, I'm going to say he becomes a White Walker. Uh, I got the White Walker. Too. Oh. Yep. Yep. Nice. Okay. Nice. nice. See, because Braun has spent his entire seven seasons uh, about he will do whatever so long as he's paid. So there's got to be some yep. instance where he will sacrifice his life for no money, but just the remembrance of it. And besides, he has no kids and nothing to pass on anyway. So, uh, yeah, he's yep. got the opportunity to go out of here. Probably saving uh, Jamie Lannister's life. Oh, I got him as dead. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, no, he'll or, die again later. Oh, but, gotcha, uh, gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like an episode later, but right, yeah. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Any more? Uh, what do you think about Samwell Tarly? Uh, you know, I, I kind of get the feeling that he'll survive in the whole like, and I'm the guy who wrote the book type bullshit at the end. Exactly. And that's um, what a lot of people are speculating that the last scene will be him closing the book that says is called Game of Thrones. And that's yeah, his, that's his title for it. Yeah, it's a song of ice and fire. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a little cheap, but you know, um, we're getting to the point where it's time to start cutting corners and not worrying about that kind of shit. <clears throat> I think. George R. R. Martin does a cameo as older Samuel Tarly. <laughs> God damn. Well, you know what? I you said that, but um, uh, he I read just recently that he was offered a cameo on the final episode and he declined. It was probably to be old Samuel Tarley. That's what everybody I think is that's thinking. A red herring. Unless this is entirely to throw us off, why would he decline? Like, what the fuck is he doing? He's clearly not writing. Who cares? <laughs> Um, mm. If he wanted to be outside on a set doing things, he wouldn't be a fucking author. <laughs> he's not, is he? Yeah. <laughs> he's he's an avid endorsement, Ryan. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he just stays indoors a lot, and there happened to be a typewriter there for a long time. I think that's probably what it was. Oh. Yeah. Uh, How close do you uh, think he really is to finishing that final book? Uh, it's, yeah. Yeah. What was it? Last year we heard that J.R. Tolkien is releasing a fucking thing that, that like 45 years after he died, that guy puts out more yep. than. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> That's sad. All right. Well, all right. Let's wrap uh, up with the uh, the most mysterious and probably mm-hmm. the one that could go either way. Uh, Bran Stark. Uh, a three eyed raven. He he definitely lives. Yeah, I got think it. so. Yeah, he's got to be somewhere with a growing into a tree or having a tree grow around him and put its roots in him or something. That's what's going to happen. Okay, well, maybe it's not so fucking mysterious. Fuck me, then. <laughs> I mean, that's what I think. I c- I've been known to be wrong before, but uh, it's quite possible uh, that he could die off. In fact, uh, you know, word is lots of people are going to die off in Game of Thrones. So, uh, But you know, guys, you know who else is dying off lately? Who's that? Who's, who's that? that would be uh, anti-vaxxers. Well, they're kids, and you know, I actually have some thoughts on that. You gotta be fucking kidding me. You gotta be fucking kidding me. How did our society go from the information age to the misinformation age like over fucking night? Need proof that we're living in a bullshit-laden pseudoscience dystopia? Look no further than the fucking ridiculous anti-vax movement that has caused a disease, measles, that was supposed to be eradicated 20 fucking years ago, back today like your mom's knobby crotch herpes. So, some asshole named Andrew Wakefield, 
Sorry, Dr. Wakefield. <laughs> no, not sorry. Just Andrew bitch tits Wakefield now because he lost his fucking medical license due to his entirely half-assed and wholly irresponsible article of anecdotes of 12 kids who happened to have autism and also happened to have the MMR vaccine was published in a respectable medical journal 20 years ago. This fraud has been debunked more times than your dad has got roadhead from filthy truck stop hooers. Anyone who knows fuck all about the scientific method can easily see how flawed bitch tits Wakefield study was. But that's the entire fucking problem. There are a lot of people who don't even know fuck all about the scientific method. Unfortunately, some of these dolts are pretty enough to get in front of a video scope and spew their ignorance like your dad spewed down those hookers' throats. Pretty. And pretty stupid people like Jenny McCarthy, Kat Von D., Kristen Cavallari, and Alicia Silverstone. Also, Rob Schneider. Okay, so you don't have to be pretty to be a fucking idiot. Who the fuck is sitting there and says to themselves, oh, you know who's really, 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 really smart? Jenny, Playboy Playmate who makes fart sounds with her mouth, McCarthy. She's a fucking genius. And so, unlike unvaccinated kids, the anti-vax movement has grown. Of course, opportunistic politicians are trying to secure the idiot vote by trying to provide even more exemptions from getting children vaccinated. While there is now an almost epidemic breakout of measles in Washington state, Arizona is like, we could be much stupider. And they're trying to let more parents go without getting their kids shots that will literally save their lives. Pro-life my ass. I don't even need to go into how herd vaccination protects people with broken immune systems from catching these deadly diseases because the parents who eschew vaccinations are too fucking self-absorbed to even care. Look, I'm going to put it like this. Not vaccinating your children is just abortion with a lot of extra steps. And that's a brick of truth to your face, courtesy of the Angry Masons. Well, uh, you know, Damn. if you didn't offend anyone with those slavery comments last week, Ryan, you definitely offended him with those. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm just, what? I don't, I don't see it. Uh, if you have anything you want to say to Ryan about his comments, uh, and they are all his, uh, they are not necessarily reflective of the opinions of Angry Masons. Nice. Uh, you can leave your comments, facebook.com slash Angry Masons, and uh, you can send a direct email to angrymasons at catlover.com. Uh, maybe uh, shoot us a message on on the Twitters at Angry Masons. Download new episodes on SoundCloud.com slash Angry Masons. You can always catch us Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and of course on iTunes. And uh, hey Jay, uh, just consider that intern spot. Uh, it's open for you there. Uh, you'll have a title. Maybe it's a job you you know you could really knock out of the park. <laughs> nope. It's yours right, for the well, taking, and it you is. know. Can you really pass up all this that I had to offer? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Well, keep in mind that Ryan will pay with services. Okay. So it's bumble all over again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, everyone. We're out of here. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Later on, y'all. See you. <laughs>